Hi, it's Pete Norsad here and welcome to another Trade On Sports and Focused on Football Premier League betting podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Canton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Oh, I'm a bit better than I was about five minutes ago, Pete. I know, I know um, people will be listening on the news and talking about listening to the dangerous storm that's coming. Well, I've just nearly choked on some apple and black corn. We got about ten minutes into the pod, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I'm nearly on the floor. I needed someone to give me the Heimlich manoeuvre, but I'm all right now. I'm uh, all ready to go again. Have you had a good week, mate? How was Peterborough last night? Oh, it, 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 it was a poor game, really, and not helped by the weather situation. I. I I think Peterborough are going down. I'm not going to make any excuses for them. But last night's game, though, was ruined by the weather, really. You know, the teams couldn't control the ball at all, really. When's that big game with Man City? Oh, um, ooh, it's a week on Tuesday. Well, they looked a bit out of form on Tuesday night, <laughs> didn't they, in, in, in Lisbon? <laughs> Can they do it on a cold winter's night in Peterborough, though, Peter? <laughs> I think I think we know what the answer to that is. Actually. Oh dear, dear, dear. Well, um, it, 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 I think it's going to be painful, isn't it? Well, you know, just think of all that money that you're going to be earning. Although I hear the ticket prices have come down. Yes, only just though, about four, <laughs> by about four, three or four quid. Under 18s are still paying 18 quid, which I think is a lot of money. Certainly is, mate. But, yeah, Never mind, mate. Yeah, Never there you mind, go. Mate. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll spend it well in League One. Right, uh, let's uh, let's get on with it then, and uh, we start with West Ham Newcastle mixed uh, head to heads. Uh, in fact, Newcastle have done well; they won three of the last five at, uh, at West Ham, with West Ham winning two. When on the minus three quarter goal handicap, West Ham's form reads one four draw, not lost three. Two of the four were by two or more goals, coming off a two all draw uh, away at Leicester. Newcastle, when they're plus three quarters of goal, they've won two drawn, one lost seven, of which five of the seven losses were by two or more goals. They're coming off a much needed one nil victory at home to, to Villa. Despite that one nil victory at home to Villa, Newcastle lost three of their last four away, and West Ham, very mixed form recently, 1-3 drawn, 1 lost 3. I, I I said this last week, I just think they're going to finish outside the sort of top 4, top 5 but still, <clears> they're doing very well. 162 matches uh, in the last 5 seasons on a minus 3 quarter goal handicap. 54 times the home side have covered it. 41 half wins and 67 away wins, which is which suggests the game's quite close. My racing suggests some slight value Newcastle, but I... I I just saw that. No, I'm not. I'm not convinced on that. Do we know if the cat kicker's back? No, I don't. I know. I, I think he's. I don't know. It'll be interesting, won't it? I. I think he may be. That's. That's what I would say. Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Who really knows what happened last Sunday? Whether he was taken ill, whether he's a little bit worried about the stick he was going to get, whether it was something, you know, off the pitch. You know, who who knows what may have happened? But what we do know is that without Zuma in the side. They allowed a Jamie Vardyless Leicester to score twice against them. Now, that's kind of played into the historical meetings of these two teams, where we've seen a lot of goals when these two teams have met. The goal line opened two and a half. After last weekend, it's trended up to two and three quarters. Historically, over two and a half goals when these sides have met have gone seven and two. And I think these sides are going in opposite directions in terms of the trajectory. As you alluded to, Pete, I'm not convinced West Ham will keep up this pace. You know, they've got the Europa fifth division or whatever you want to call it that they're playing in, you know, in Thursday nights in the future. 
have got a small squad, whereas Newcastle, upward trajectory under Eddie Howe. Yes, the loss of Kieran Trippier is big for them, not only defensively, but from a dead ball set piece sort of attacking situation. But I think the value is with Newcastle. If you want to make a bet in this game, whether you take a bit of Newcastle and a bit of the overs, I think there'll be goals. I probably trust Newcastle to perform up to their level of ability a little bit more than they do the Hammers at the moment, Pete. Next up, we've got uh, London Derby, Arsenal against Brentford. Arsenal, when uh, facing a minus one and a quarter goal handicap, one seven drawn, three lost naught, four of the seven victories by two or more goals. They're coming up a very good one nil victory away at uh, Wolves. Uh, Brentford, uh, the recent away form, one two drawn, two lost six, uh, all six of Losses have been by two or more goals. Coming off a nil-nil draw at home to Palace. Arsenal, they've kept a clean sheet in five of the last six home matches, so they've been very good at home. Brentford, they've lost their last four away. When uh, teams have met on a minus one and a quarter goal handicap, there's been 63 matches, 31 matches. The home side have won by two or more goals, 12 half losses and 20 losses. Um the value looks to be with Brentford. The the overall stats minus one and a quarter goals suggest that the home side will win. Obviously, with minus one and a quarter goals, will Arsenal cover the the handicap? My ratings have suggested they're not good value to do so. I think they might though, Pete. Mm, yeah, I do as well. I mean, Brentford at least they stopped the bleeding last time out with that goalless draw at Palace, but that was the first time in six games that even allowed less than two goals on the road. Brentford have allowed two or more goals in each of their last eight games. And in four of those matches, they conceded three and more times. Against newly promoted sides under Arteta, Arsenal's record's good. They've won five, drawn two. Admittedly, their two games in this spot this season saw them only win 1-0 against both Norwich and Watford. They're narrow wins, but they are wins. The goal line open minus, sorry, the match line open minus one, but it's trended to minus one and a quarter. We talked about Brentford falling down the league last week, Pete. I think they're in real trouble. Arsenal also have revenge on the mind because they did lose 2 0 on the opening night of the season, if you remember, back at the Brentford Community Stadium. Arsenal under Arteta aren't a team that I can trust to go out and steamroll anybody. But if there's an ideal side for them to do so, it's this Brentford team. So it's Arsenal or pass for me, mate. Yes, interestingly, when you look at the, the you know, I, I've been doing these figures, which which we'll come on to later, you know, 63 games. It's a, it's a small sample. But when you look at the stats, 31 times the home side have covered the handicap. When you consider Arsenal on this liner, 2.06, 12 uh, uh, half losses. So that's half a point lost, 20 lo- losses. So that's 20. So it's 26, but basically 31 wins to 26. It, it, it's not a bad it's not a bad return on investment that back in the minus one and a quarter goal. And it, and on a game like this, you, you can't really see Arsenal not winning, can you? But And, and that's the thing. This is where the risk and reward comes mm. in because I, I don't really see... It's always dangerous when you say, I don't see how a team wins a game or gets a result because that normally means you're, you're looking at it with, you know, with a biased approach. But if you look at the recent form... Brentford and and when, when we've always talked about Arsenal over the years, a lot of our criticisms has not actually been sort of like their their results or their wins. It's the narrow, it's the margin of victory. They're now being priced. You know, a few years ago, Pete, 
would you have got Arsenal opening as just a minus one no, goal no, against no. a newly promoted team? No, no who way. haven't won in six days. No, this would be at least minus one and a half, wouldn't it? At least. It would. And and we do accept that Arsenal seem to be moving in a potentially a more positive direction. I think Arsenal offers some decent value, to be honest, mate. I don't like you said, I don't see them not winning. Right, next up, uh, Villa Watford. I've I've well, one minute I was a minus three quarter handicaps. Next thing about a minus one handicap. I've done this on a minus one handicap, and it, and and it's it's really, you know, you can put a paper through it whether it's going to be minus three quarters or or minus one Villa. Well, I'm going to go with minus one. Minus one Villa. Um, they've only won. Uh, well, they've won one draw, not lost, nor and that one game they covered the handicap. They cover a one nil defeat away at Newcastle. Watford away, one plus one goal. One one draw, one lost eight. Five of the eight losses were by two or more goals. They come for two nil defeat at Open Brighton. Villa they've drawn their last two home. Watford not scored in the last four, so Watford are having a few problems really. Two hundred and forty matches. Uh, there's been a minus one goal handicap. Ninety one times the home side have covered it. There's been sixty three pushes and eighty six times the away side have pushed it. Uh, I see no value in the line whatsoever. On this plus one line, um, there'll be a preview up on the FocusedOnFootball.co.uk website. I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust Watford here. One one of the key things here, Pete, is they've got a really good tactical coach now. In terms of Roy Hodgson, will get them set up very well for these sorts of games. Now, when they play non-elite teams. I think they'll do very well and possibly even more so on on their travels because there'll be less sort of need for them to move forward. Now, yes, they're not great on the road, Watford. They're 2-2-7. Two, two and seven. Their goal difference, though, in these 11 away games is only minus four. They've only conceded 16 goals. And I'm not sure. I think it might just be one away game what Hodgson's coached them for. But they weren't conceding goals away from home before we joined to any great degree. I mean, you look at some of the goal differences and even like a few places above Leicester away from home, minus eight goal difference. You go down right down to one place below them, Norwich, minus 19. Yes, if they do get beat, it's a narrow defeat. And I don't think this Villa side, you know, they're a decent side, but they're no way are they good enough to be priced minus a full goal against anybody in this league. Right. Uh, Brighton, Burnley next. Interesting head-to-heads here. Brighton are one nought. There's been three draws. Uh, Burnley are 1-1. On the minus three-quarter handicap, Brighton's record reads 1-5, uh, drawn three, lost one. That's not a bad record, really. Uh, four of the five uh, victories were by two or more goals. They come for two nil defeats uh, 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 away at Manchester United. And that was their first defeat in eight. Uh, Burnley... Um, when they've been plus three quarters handicap, one three drawn two lost five, which only two of the five defeats were by two or more goals, coming off a, a, a one nil defeat at home to Liverpool. Burnley, they've not won in twelve away though. One hundred and sixty eight matches um, when uh, the teams have met on minus three quarters a handicap. Sorry, one hundred and sixty two matches, fifty four times the home side are covered, forty one ha- uh, half wins, sixty seven losses. 
My ratings are suggesting some good value, Burnley, but I, I just can't tell you. It's just this not what having one in 12 away games. I, I can see Burnley, Brighton just eking out a win here. Is it your lack of belief in Burnley's ability to win the game, mate? Yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, I see Burnley. I just, I, I'm worried about Burnley. This is not the Burnley that we've seen. I, I think they're going to go down in truth. They aren't the Burnley that we've seen, but I'm not. Is that what we're bothered about when we're betting? And that's what I've been thinking about in this game because to open this podcast, we talked it, about West Ham Newcastle. It, I, I think, I think, just just to stop you there, sorry. I, I think Burnley are good value to win the game. It's, it's, Burnley are the value here, though, plus three quarters of a goal. Just to reiterate that. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. But when, when you say they're not the Burnley of old, and I think what you mean there is in terms of on the field of play, in terms of mm. winning games, the odd game or two. But from a betting perspective, I think they're kind of still pretty damn reliable. I mean, we opened the podcast talking about West Ham Newcastle, Pete. If you asked, I know we mentioned this the other week, if you asked a random man in the street, how many more games have Burnley lost this season than West Ham? Yeah. What do you think the answers yeah, are? Yeah, you, you think they'd lose about six or seven more, wouldn't you? They've lost one more game than West yeah, Ham. yeah. But then they just can't beat teams. They've drawn over half of their games. I mean, they're playing, say they're playing well. They're hanging on, they're staying in games and not getting much reward. But look at the last two home games. Drew one one uh, one all with Man United and lost one nil against Liverpool. Do you know what? In the grand scheme of things, they are great results. They've only conceded, what is it? 29 goals in 21 games. They've only got a goal difference of minus 12. You compare that to Norwich's minus 36. Even higher up the table, Brentford minus 14. They are in games. I can't go against Brighton though because they, they do me every time. But I think Burnley will get something from this game, Pete. It might not be pretty. It'll be a very workmanlike performance. I'll tell you what, would you back against the draw again? No, not really. 11 no, no, no. Yeah. you can get the draw. Yeah. Mm. Next up, we've got Palace, Chelsea. Um, recent heads, heads, Palace have won one, Chelsea have won four. On the plus three quarters handicap, Palace are won one, drawn two, lost three. None of the three will buy losses will buy two or more goals. They come off a nil-nil draw away at Brentford. Chelsea, uh, when minus three quarters handicap, they won five, drawn three, lost two. Four of the five victories will buy two or more goals. They come off a two-nil victory at home to Spurs. Palace, they've lost their last two home matches. Chelsea drawn three of the last five. 128 matches there have been for the last five seasons where the home side have been plus three quarters of a goal. 59 times they've covered the handicap. They've had 32 half losses and 37 losses. I don't see any real value in the line. You can see Chelsea winning this by the single goal. Yeah, and uh, you know I've, I've started my little write-up here saying that 21 points separate these two sides. That basically equates to an extra point, uh, 0.88 points per game for Chelsea over and above what Palace have got. So in a way, you'd think that this line's probably a bit too low. And really... A half win on this minus three quarters of a goal line is probably a worst case scenario. 
Chelsea blitz Palace 3-0 on the opening day of the season. They've won eight straight Premier League meetings of the side, so it's not even really an opponent that they've struggled to overcome in recent sort of seasons. The one thing I would say, though, is that Chelsea, sorry, Palace, another draw master, drawn 11 of 24. So they as well are, are good at keeping games tight. They've only fully lost on this line three times this season. That is the only thing that would stop me from backing Chelsea outright here. The, the, the concern that Vieira will come up with some sort of game plan to frustrate Chelsea. And we also know they do have a little bit more in attacking areas. But yeah, I can't see Chelsea not winning, Pete. Next up, we've got uh, Liverpool-Norwich. Uh, recent head-to-heads, Liverpool have won 1-1. There's been one draw. Uh, minus two and a half goals, the handicap here. Uh, Liverpool, where they've been minus two and a half goals, they've won three, drawn one, lost naught. Two of the three victories by three or more goals. Come off a 1-0 victory away at Burnley. Norwich, uh, when they've been my, uh, my plus two and a half goals, they've won naught, drawn naught, lost two. One of the two defeats were by three or more goals. Cut off a 4 0 defeat home to Sir Manchester City. Liverpool, uh, they've had a clean sheet in five of the last six home matches. Norwich, they've lost three of their last four away, although they have improved recently. Interestingly, 24 fixtures uh, saw the home side minus two and a half goals. They covered the handicap eight times. The away side covered the handicap 16 times. My rating suggesting no value in the line, but that is interesting, isn't it? 24 matches, only eight times the home side covered. Well, Liverpool don't play in Europe the following midweek, but they do have their game in hand over Man City. They're currently 11 points behind... City with a game in hand. That that game in hand is to be played next Wednesday night at home to Leeds. So, do we see Liverpool step off the gas if they get ahead in the game? Do you know what, Pete? I think they might do. That they know they're in sort of a long campaign. They've got the Champions League. They've got the outside chance if Man City just take their eye off the ball slightly and whatever happens this weekend and, and if Liverpool win in midweek and, and they can pull within eight points, a minimum of eight points. So I'm not sure Liverpool will be going full tilt for this game. They had a great win uh, the other night against Inter, so they'll be coming high off that. I'm sure they'll start a strong side but it wouldn't surprise me if they made a few changes later on in the game. They've been brilliant in this spot at home to newly promoted teams. The only time they haven't actually won the game outright in recent seasons, when they drew with West Brom and lost to Fulham. I think both of those games were without fans last season, Pete. Liverpool will win this game. I can't trust them to cover minus two and a half, though, mate. No. No, that, that, that is, like I said, that stat of 24 matches. I know it's, again, a small sample, but it just goes to show double the, the, the amount of way wins. Anyway, Southampton... Well, it's never... a small sample, though. Well, uh, no, not really. It's it's Because how many games in a season will see a two-and-a-half goal line? Yeah, not many. Not so many. The, so they are, it's a small sample size, but probably over an extended period of time. And yeah. it's not like we're talking about four or five games. It's 24, yeah. Values with Norwich. Uh, Southampton, Everton next. Uh, Southampton have been quite dominant in this fixture here. They've won four and Everton have won one. Um, 
uh, on the minus half a goal handicap, Southampton's record reads 1-4, drawn 4, lost 2. Cuff a one-old draw away at Man United. Everton on the plus uh, half a goal handicap, 1-3, drawn 2, lost 5. Cuff a 3-0 victory at home to Leeds. Southampton unbeaten in eight home. Good, They've, had, they've played quite well at home this season. Everton lost six of the last seven away. 228 matches, minus half a goal handicap, 108 times the home side of one, 120 the away side of one. No value in the line. It's it, it, it's a tough one to call this. But I, I think, you know, if I was leaning to one, it would be Southampton. Well, I was keen on Southampton when this line opened minus a quarter. Uh, it's trended down over the last couple of days to Southampton minus a half. I have a general feeling, Pete, that Everton are going to be pretty terrible away from home under Lampard and reasonable on home soil with, with the goodies and faithful behind them. So I would like to see a little bit more evidence in terms of how they're going to perform on the Lampard to see if I'm going to be right on that. But in truth, I'm keeping well away from this game now. It's Southampton minus a half, mate. Here's another interesting uh, handicap. Uh, Manchester City against Spurs minus one and three quarters recent head-to-head City have won three there's been two draws Spurs not one um, City when uh, having a minus one and three quarter handicap one six drawn one lost one three of the six victories were by three or more goals uh, they cut off a four nil victory away at Norwich Spurs they've never been plus one and three quarter handicap in the last five seasons away from home come off a, a two nil defeat at home to Wolves City they've won 14 of the last 15 Premier League matches you know we, we can't say any more about them really Spurs they've lost their last three However, when we look at, you know, 60 matches that have been minus one and three quarter goals uh, in the Premier League the last five seasons, 13 matches the home side have covered the handicap, 14 half wins and 33 times the away side uh, have covered the um, handicap. Good value Spurs here. I mean, on a risk versus reward, you'd have to side with Spurs. And when you look through the games that have been minus one and three quarter handicaps, the away side does not is never, never real. Arsenal away at Manchester City earlier. No, no, nobody else. Spurs, you know, no, no, no team of the quality of Spurs. You'd have to back Spurs plus one and three quarters. Did you watch any of them last week against Sunday, uh, against Wolves? No, I didn't. Well, it was pathetic, Pete. And, uh, you know, and, th- and this is where it then becomes difficult because you've outlined a really strong case there in terms of, you know, the, the historical trends, say, Tottenham are great value this weekend. My eyeballs have been watching football for a very long time. And if Spurs defend in this game like they did against Wolves in that first 20 minutes, I would probably want five and a half with Tottenham because they could get blown away. They, they were terrible, Pete. And... I don't know if Conte's working miracles to get the sort of results that he has under them, you know, since he took over. They haven't got a midfield, Tottenham. They are awful. But they've got really good front players if you can get the ball up to them for long enough periods of time. I'm not 100% sure about the back line either. And, I mean, I did some quick stats. I mean, top six finishing sides win only 34% of games against top half finishing sides by two or more goals. So that plays completely into your same trend 
on this goal line suggesting that Tottenham are great value. But I've been sat through a performance from Spurs last Sunday, mate. Even minus one and three quarters, I'd be more inclined to back City. Mm, it's interesting. But yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's again... This, like, is where, this is where sometimes, as betters, I kind of wish they hadn't watched that. Yeah, I, 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 I think the point... I think the point that is really the sort of the, the point of this, though, uh, uh, what I'm trying to point out, though, is that I think you'd have to bet everyone plus one and three quarter goals. You can't just pick and choose. You have to back every plus one and three quarter goal, wouldn't you? you, you, you yeah, so I suppose you, you highlight a trend that's yes. strong and, and follow it to the nth degree. Like you say, if you're going to do use those trends, you can't just say, oh, I watched Spurs last week and, or Jimmy watched them and he sent them a crap. Yes. So I'm not going to bet them. Well, that, that, you know, that's silly. If you're going to be a trend better, you've got to bet everything. Uh, Leeds, Man United next. Uh, recent Netheads have been a draw. Uh, Leeds, when they're plus half a goal, 1-1, one, one, draw, not lost one, come off a 3-0 defeat away at uh, Everton. Manchester United, when minus half a goal away from home, 1-5, draw, one, lost three, come off a, a good 2-0 victory at home to Brighton. Leeds, very mixed form this season uh, at home. C- can't really say where, where they're going. Manchester United, though, they've only lost just one of their last 12 uh, recent uh, matches uh, plus half a goal in the last five seasons, 96 matches, 50 times the home side have covered the handicap, 46 the away. Slight value leads, but there's no way I'm taking that. No, I'm going the other side, Pete. I'm taking Man United here. Um, they opened minus three-quarter goal favourites. Wasn't particularly interested at that point. That laboured win over Brighton in midweek has seen this line move down to minus a half from minus three quarters. I think the problem people have with Manchester United is that they're not as good as either they should be or they have been historically. That that doesn't make them a bad side. It might it might make them not exciting to watch. Or frustrating because they win games one nil when it when really that it could be three or four. They're still fourth in the table. They're going to a, they're going away to a team who a couple of weeks ago we were talking about really being in the relegation mire. They've pulled themselves out of it a little bit. I'm not convinced Leeds are any good, Pete. I'm happy to take a chance here on Man United, and I do think. The way they're playing at the moment sets up perfectly for them to be, you know, happier playing away from home. I'm not sure with all the sort of murmurings around Old Trafford that it's a happy home at the moment. So playing away in a hostile environment should galvanise Ranić's men. Give me Man United outright, mate. Right, finally, uh, Wolves, Leicester, recent heads. Wolves have won one. There's been two draws. Leicester won naught. Um, Wolves on the minus court handicap. Recent matches, one five draw, one loss four. Come for one nil defeat at home to Arsenal. Leicester uh, plus uh, a quarter of a goal. One two drawn two lost six. Come for two all draw at home to West Ham. Wolves they've won five of the last. Uh, four of the last five Premier League matches are in some good form. Really, Leicester lost their last three away. When we look at the uh, Minus a quarter handicap, 494 matches, 203 home wins, 151 half losses, 140 uh, away wins, which, you know, suggests, well, 
it does suggest that a, a lean to the away side and my ratings are suggesting that Leicester are a reasonable value here and I'm going to have that as a bet. Really? Yeah. Crikey. We are disagreeing a lot this week, Pete. It's, not, it's, it's good though. It's not always, yeah. you know, perfect that we agree on everything. I think Wolves are really underrated. We, we cashed greatly with them last week. So, in many ways, I was pleased that Leicester had a positive result against West Ham. Would have liked it if they'd hung on because we might have got a better sort of price. But a minus quarter of a goal, aren't they? Wolves. Yes. So, if we look at the league table, they've got one more point than Spurs and Leicester a level with Villa. So, if we think in our mind, if Spurs were hosting Aston Villa, what would the goal line be? The goal line. Sorry, the match line. The match line. If Spurs were hosting Aston Villa, what, minus three quarters? Hmm. Yeah, this game, between looking at the table, two similarly quality sides, the home team are minus a quarter. Now, whether that's some public market perception, I, I will probably have Spursville probably around that half a goal line. But still, that suggests to me that this match line has a little bit of value of Wolves. Maybe, again, this is recency bias in my head as well, Pete, so you've got to caveat all of my thoughts with that. I saw them totally destroy Tottenham last week, toy with them. That, that you know, get two up, could have been three or four, and then basically shut them out for the rest of the game. I think Wolves are a really good side, Pete. I'm not going to take it, but I'm very tempted. Wolves or pass for me, mate. I know I'm the other side of the fence to you again, but like yeah. I say, opposites attract, Peter. Yeah, well, mind you, as you said though before, though, Leicester have only lost one more game than Wolves this season. Ah, good point. Well made. You've got <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's a straight, isn't it? It's, it, 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 it's an interesting weakness for Wolves. They've got Leicester at home, then Arsenal away. You see, it, it's a make-up, you know, that could really, isn't it? This week is a vital week for them and, and it'll be interesting to see how they do this week. The way I saw them perform last Sunday, Pete, on their day, they are the fourth best team in this league. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? They don't have any great, huge names, but they are just a very effective unit. They've got some good technical players. They're a very good side. I think Bruno Large has done a really good job there. It's very underrated. But like you say, big week for them. If they can get four or six points, who knows where they'll finish. Right, we'll wrap this up then. I'm going to go for two bets. Leicester plus a quarter goal away at Wolves and Spurs plus one and three quarters away at Man City. I'm going to take Ralph Ranić's men. Ralph, is it the wheel? Manchester United outright or on the minus uh, half a goal line? However you want to bet it. I just I just think they're a far better side than Leeds. So yeah, in the Cantona derby, give me the away team. Right, we shall be back um, next, well, it'll be next Friday, won't it? Uh, the, 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 well, we, we'll be doing a, yes, we'll either do the pod uh, on Thursday night or or Friday. Um, but obviously there's a Thursday now match. We won't be covering the four matches midweek games and we don't see any point of that. So we'll be back next weekend for, for a full, um, well, it won't be a full one because uh, 
Are Chelsea Chelsea playing in the cup? Are they Chelsea and Liverpool? Oh yeah, the EFL Cup final. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, it'll be a, a reduced one of eight or nine fixtures. But anyway, we shall cover those, and uh, we shall speak to you next weekend. Best of luck, everybody.